0: Hey, this is Robert De Niro, and you're listening to the T.C. Martin Show. It's good. All right, don't forget to join us Friday at the Westgate of Las Vegas. Of course, our Friday home, the world-famous Superbook. See the show live, 2 to 4 p.m. Best bet this week. Not S as in plural, but best bet. That's right. AFC-NFC Championship game, and we break it down with our good friend right now, Trevor Maddich, what is going on, my friend?
1: Mr. TC, I like that uh, that bump from Robert De Niro. So you would think that since he, you know, was a boxer and raging bull and all that, <laughs> that he'd know how to fight. Did he look like he knew how to fight? He looked
0: like he knew how to fight, maybe a little bit in that movie. But, you know, later on, what was the one where... Where he he it was uh was a boxer again. It was like one of his last ones when he was seventy years old. That we saw like four or five years ago. Tour, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like did he fight Rocky or something? He it was like
0: yeah, it was something uh, really really strange and it was it was goofy. Yeah. But that one, you know, again, I get it. it's like. You know, they think that people love to come back and see, you know, hey, you know, Raging Bull back in the day. And now the same actor 40 years later just doesn't have the same thing. Grudge match. Grudge match. Exactly. Grudge match. Yeah. But but
1: these actors, man, in order to pull it off, they got to learn how to do it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen so many football movies where you've got guys that, that, you know, that are playing football players. But when it's time to do the practice and game stuff, you're looking at them shaking your head. You're thinking, there's no way this guy, no, no, right? And so, and then there's other ones that do a really good job, you know, and, uh, and you could say, yeah, I could see that guy as a football player. But, but with the actors learn how to do it, it's like Tom Cruise. You know, can can jump out of an airplane and do somersaults and all kinds of crazy tricks and pop the chute, you know, low over the ground and and hit the ground running, you know, that kind of a thing. Because he's had to do that in his movies. So I'm just wondering, I'm wondering if De Niro, because I just heard that from De Niro, you know, and that was great. You got that, and that he did that for you. I'm just wondering if he looked like he can fight, because man, in Raging Bull, he looked like he could fight. Right, right. And it's
0: just like Michael B. Jordan with the Creed series, right? I mean, this guy is he really trains hard, and he is, you know, trained with with, with some of the best. And, you know, my very good friend, uh, stitch Duran. Okay. He's one of the, the top cut men in all of uh, the business has spent a lot of time, you know, with him and in, in working with him in those Creed movies. And there's a the guy, like you said, that, uh, had very, very little, you know, boxing uh, acumen or experience at all. But I mean, you, you watch him in the Creed movies, think this guy's a boxer, you know, so there are guys that can pull it off. And here's what I always wonder, Trevor, you're spe- talking about big Hollywood stars. You know Kevin Costner. I've seen Kevin Costner in so many movies, from golfing to baseball. You know, specifically several baseball movies he's done, and you just wonder. Hey, you know, Kevin Costner does he? Really, he kind
1: of looks like a pitcher, doesn't he? He kind of does. And then you saw Major League, right? Yes. Yeah. And so you got Wild Thing. You got uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, pitching. I tell you what, man. He's got a he's got a motion that's got a lot of range of motion. You know, he doesn't look super stiff up there. You know, he looks like he could actually, he could actually pitch the ball. Now, obviously not in the major league level, but he looked like he could pull it off as an actor. And so I like that. And you're right, Kevin Costner, I mean, in, in Tin Cup. He looked like he could play golf. Anyway, so I was just, I was just wondering. Well, it's, no, it's no, Stallone. Yeah, you no, know he knows how to fight. Right, right, right? he right. has to know how to fight. Exactly.
0: So d- here's the capper. You mentioned Charlie Sheen in in Major League. So I got to share this story with you with uh, one of your fellow Sacramento Sports Hall of Famers, Chris Bazio. So Bazio had told the story. Um, to me in person as well on the air. And he said this, that he said during when they were filming major league, you know, they filmed that in Milwaukee, even though it's was, it, it was supposed to be uh, Cleveland, it, it wasn't. They filmed in Milwaukee and Charlie Sheen was sharing Chris Basio's locker. So Basio had told us and he said that, you know, so that those guys would actually work out with those guys, with Corbin Burnson and this and that. And I asked him specifically about what you just said about Charlie Sheen. He goes, "Nah, the, the, the guy can't throw it more than sixty miles per hour, so not so much." But Hollywood will do those type of things. But uh, it was funny, but that they were you know working out with those guys, and they were trying like Charlie Sheen was trying to pick Bozio's brain and a lot of those guys on, on the pitching staff.
1: Yeah, but, and I, I, it doesn't surprise me that he couldn't throw a 60. But at the same time, you just look at his motion. Yeah, yeah, uh, just yeah. Just the yeah. Flowing motion. That was you, good. you could yeah. suspend disbelief and believe he could do it. Like in The Longest Yard, in the remake with oh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Sandler actually did a really good job. But at the same time, who's the running back? Was it Nelly? Yeah, um, I believe it was so. Nelly. Yeah. But see, yeah if, you, if, if you didn't expect him to make any quick bursts and you didn't really watch his feet, He was really smooth. Now, part of that was slow motion. They slowed him down, too, so he looked really smooth. But I remember the first time I saw that, I thought, you know what? This guy, Nelly, as an actor, can play the role. Not necessarily play running back in college, you know, or the pros, but he can play this role. But other guys, you see him play the role of an athlete, and it's like, no, please, You you're killing me with this guy.
0: Trevor, so you, you bring they up they the Longest can't. Yard, and you know that's a sore subject with me because one of my all-time favorite movies was the original Longest Yard. So I can't watch that second garbage with Adam Sandler, Nelly. That was it was it was insulting. Insulting to the to the magnificent uh, accomplishments and the cinematography and the writing, the directing of the original Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds and as you know and I thought you may know this, you know they say Burt Reynolds played at Florida State. Okay, and he was in all those scenes, even though he was—I wouldn't say in an advanced age, 1974, during the Longest Yard. But what did you think of his performance? And and oh, and, and, and the other guys, because as you know, Ray Nitschke was in that movie. There are other guys that were in that movie as well. Uh, former football players. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, no, he—he he was, fat, but you—you you could tell he was an athlete, right? You could tell he was beyond an actor who could act well enough as an athlete. That you could suspend disbelief and you could believe it. But Reynolds, I mean, he's just one of my favorite all time actors anyway, just because he's so cool and so smooth. Um, You know, I I haven't seen, like, I haven't seen North Dallas 40. I never saw Field of Dreams. So I could, you know, there's a whole bunch of sports movies that I've never
0: seen seen Field of Dreams.
1: This is breaking news. What is wrong? I I started to watch it one day when it popped up on the TV, and it started so slow to me that I just switched over to Shark Tank or something, you know? Outstanding! Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say maybe you know an old uh uh you know uh, edition of Soul Train or something like that. You're looking at that. No. there you go.
1: No, but I'll tell you this though: any given Sunday, which is the football movie with Al Pacino and Lt was in it, Lawrence yep. Taylor and all that, there was a lot of goofy stuff there. And he yeah. gave the coach Al Pacino gave some speeches to the team that it's like the person who wrote this script had never had anything to do with football ever. Thank However, you. However, aside from that. There were things in that movie that, that made perfect sense to me and that I related to. Like when Lawrence Taylor sawed a guy's SUV in half with a chainsaw <laughs> just to have the story. Right. Like happy to write the check to buy him a new, a new SUV. Right. right, I could totally see that happening. Totally. Yeah. And then, you know what? The Kevin Costner movie where he played a baseball player about to retire – Um, For the love of the uh, game. For the love of the game. Outstanding. That movie came out about the time that I retired from the NFL. Mm -hmm. And I sat in that movie, Misty, trying not to cry the whole time. Because I played 12 years in the league and now I'm watching Costner, you know, act Mm -hmm. what I was feeling. And it it really got to me.
0: Yeah. No, that's one of my favorites. One of my favorite baseball movies. I mean, aside from my number one all-time favorite movie, The Bad News Bears, it's probably the second best baseball movie, Trevor. Bad News Bears? Second yeah. to what? Bad News Bears is number one, and, and For the Love of the Game was number two.
1: There it is. Okay. My, I, I haven't <laughs> seen either one of those. Well, listen, Major League is one of my top two sports uh, movies that I've seen. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen Miracle. You know, I haven't seen a lot of them. For me, going to see a sports movie is like a, a postman going for a walk after work. I know. Okay.
0: Then how do yeah. you feel about uh, Revenge? Uh, Remember the Titans then? How do you feel about Remember the Titans? Never saw it. You never saw it, seriously? That's- never saw it. Oh.
1: But I love Major League. Major League hit a lot of notes from spot on, strangely enough. Like especially when they were playing the Yankees at the end of it, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, just the the way they framed that game was fantastic, and the way you, yeah that was good. But the other one of I've seen, I would say in my top two would be Seabiscuit. See, oh, it's very nice. It's a movie nice. about a racehorse. Very nice. And it's a movie. Yeah, that that's one of the best sports movies ever. Nunchuck! you best. rock! <laughs> Listen to that. And here
0: comes Trevor. Is that is that Trevor and Seabiscuit? It's Trevor and Seabiscuit, nose to nose, and at the wire sea Seabiscuit. There's the credits. There it is. And remember
1: drama that we
0: have. Yeah, Trevor. Remember the the bat. The Bears played the Yankees in the championship game as well, and Kelly Leak. They tried to they tried to walk him, Trevor, but he stepped outside and he hit it off the fence. and got thrown out at home, and Tanner and then Tanner Boyle said, "Hey, take this trophy and shove it where the sun don't shine."
1: That's fantastic. You know what? Though? All the, all these sports movies, you know, some are comedies, some are dramas, whatever. But I mean, if, if the if the actors can be athletes enough that you can sit back and now choose to believe that they're actually playing this sport. And if they tell the story well, then they capture the drama of the sport. And we saw so much drama, like in college football this year. We're seeing a bunch of drama in the NFL now on the field. And it's hard, I think, for sports movies to capture that and make it believable so you can immerse yourself in it the way you can in live sports. But when they do, it's magic.
0: Is that the segue that we get to analyzing these games now, Trevor? Because people yeah, tu- were wanna, people I were tuning in. Your whole radio show. But that's okay. <laughs> I I I think people would probably rather hear about the movies. That's good stuff, man. There it is, unabated to the quarterback. As I like to say, you just never know what you're going to get here. But the lesson
1: that we learned is that. Is that, you know, Robert De Niro might be able to knock you out with one punch. You just don't know.
0: And this is where it all started with the Robert De Niro rejoiner. And, uh, and here we are, you know, 16 minutes later. There we go. We covered it all. The bad news bears the longest yard for the love of the game. Um, uh, and movies that Trevor Match has never seen before. Just kind of shocking. And I get that as a football player, there's certain ones you, you know, you just don't want to see. I get that, but you'll see more. Of the other sport movies, I actually get that. I do understand it, Trevor. I do. I do. Yeah. Right. Everybody's
1: "Let's go watch a football movie." I'm like, "No." <laughs> so I did for 12 years, 40 hours a week, watch football. No. I don't know now. The you, but you're still
0: involved in it from a broadcast. I really would like your opinion about uh, Remember the Titans, though. You you gotta you gotta take two hours wow. and watch that. You know, it's okay, Denzel. I will make that it's Denzel. I mean, come on. He's fantastic. He's he's a good coach. In that movie it's a true story. You have to appreciate the true stories.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll watch it. There you go. See.
0: Talk to me to it. All right. Uh do I need to talk you into watching the Chiefs and the Bengals this weekend?
1: Yeah, cuz that's probably going to be boring. <laughs> you know, you expect them to be good quarterbacks, good receivers, yeah. and you know, they just don't have that and yeah. um yeah, that's that, listen, this game <sighs> this game's crazy to, to try to handicap because we don't know what mahomes will be able to do he's got a high ankle sprain well let's talk and about that trev the high yeah. ankle sprain the high ankle sprain
0: the severity of that injury especially for a quarterback talk about that
1: okay so high ankle sprain doesn't just hurt it weakens your ankle i had that my rookie year um and in 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 the in the opening game um you know the uh i had to play the entire second half against the green bay packers at center with an ankle that i couldn't hardly walk on you go back and watch that game but i'm literally i'm limping on it i'm hopping on it you know i'm it's just it's terrible pain and then after that it's it's weak you get to the point to where you can walk without limping very much but then you try to put any pressure on it at all besides just walking straight ahead and it's a problem and what they did was they made a a a literal bionic little brace for me so it was an exoskeleton that kind of went molded up my calf, came down, had a hinge at my ankle, and then down uh, the bottom of my foot and then kind of cradled my foot so that my foot wouldn't be able to to flop from side to side as much. But when you try to push off on that, it still hurts like crazy. So they're going to have better uh, equipment for him, and I don't know the degree to which they can numb that up. Uh, but the thing about Mahomes is that he uh, is was the best in the NFL at pass completions outside of the pocket. After he got hurt and he came back into the game last week, he didn't even attempt to pass outside the pocket, and he still won the game. But at the same time, now you've got a Cincinnati pass rush that is fantastic, uh, that is going to to force him to move, force him to get off his spot. And the question will be, will he be able to do enough Mahomes magic stuff for four quarters in order to keep up with a healthy burrow?
0: What hampers you most uh, as the quarterback? Uh, with this injury, because we saw that when he came back in the second half of the game against Jacksonville on, on Sunday is that he was unable to get out of the pocket. There were no throws outside of the pocket. And then as, and it is a, you know, what's the treatment, the rehab and, and, and that sort of thing? I mean, I mean, what is, what is his percentage, Trevor, that he's okay. If, you know, no one's a hundred percent at this point in time, but time, you know, kickoff rolls around on Sunday. You know, talk about where the ankle is going to be at that
1: point in time. You know, it, it's hard to say, TC. I think it'll be—he'll be—he'll definitely play. I mean, he'll definitely play. I mean, he was out of practice. Apparently, oh, yeah. they said he was anyway yeah, yeah. today. So, so we'll see. But the real question will be two things. Number one, can he break the pocket? Can he get outside and actually buy time? That's thing number one. If he can do that, then everything will work with his offense. The second thing will be, can he drive the ball down the field? Because this is his plant leg. So you got to drop, plant that plant leg and throw off of it, right? And so if, if he can't drive off of that thing, it might limit the his downfield range. And the other thing is when he's doing crazy Mahomes stuff, he is sticking his foot into the ground and cutting and jerking and just moving around in this small area to buy himself a little bit of time. He'll, he'll make a guy miss in the pocket, then he'll run out to the left, and the next thing you know, somebody else will be coming, and he'll stick his foot in the ground, back up, stick his foot in the ground again, move to the left, and then throw Right, Those things are the things that make him magic, that move the chains and demoralize defenses. And so I don't know how he's going to be with that. That's why it's hard to, hard to handicap this game. I'm leaning Cincinnati, um, but at the same time, I'm fascinated to see what Mahomes will physically be able to do. Mentally, he'll be able to do it. But I don't know that you can shoot numbing agents into an ankle to take away enough pain without making the ankle a piece of wood in order to make it so he doesn't have to deal with the pain. He's going to be dealing with the pain. But it's the weakness that I think is going to be the worst thing for him.
0: Great point there, Trevor Mazz choices, Real quick, Trevor, San Francisco and Philadelphia battle of the young quarterbacks. That's the story with Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts. And then the
1: battle of defenses as well, too. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I'm leaning under. I missed one. The the total was what, forty six, I think? I mean the, the total went under with uh, the Cowboys game and Cincinnati or excuse me, Philly has a better defense than the Cowboys do. And plus they'll be playing at Philly instead of a home game for San Francisco. And I, I was worried that Jalen Hurts coming off of his shoulder injury would be limited against the Giants. And the thing is he wasn't spectacular at all statistically. But he was fantastic at distributing the ball. And his guys just lit up the Giants. And so I I think both defenses will play at a very high level. I think both sides could run the ball. To me, the biggest difference here is the quarterback position. And as great as Brock Purdy has played, I don't think he is on the level of a healthy Jalen Hurts. And Hurts showed us that he's healthy enough last week when they beat the Giants. I'm with
0: you. I think this is a a lower-scoring game. and We've seen both teams play lower-scoring games I understand the you know the appearance of both offenses makes you want to put okay, you know this game could you know be twenty seven twenty four or thirty five thirty one on the surface. I could see why the total is where it is, but um yeah, I'm with you, I think defenses probably reign supreme in this uh my friend appreciate it uh as usual, and uh you know Friday we'll find out. Who Trevor matches a uh, best bet is. We've only got one this week, Trevor, as you well know. Side total, whatever it is, and uh, you and Marco, I mean, going head to head. It's it's like Marco and Trevor is Sea
1: you know, in Man of War right now. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, well, he's the horse. Uh If uh yeah, oh, they're both horses. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah Sea Biscuit's <laughs> a little bitty horse, and Man of War is a big, massive horse. Yeah. So well, like I, said, I guess that makes me. Are you and yeah. Mar- you and Mark, are, I don't know,
0: you both are Man of War, I guess. I don't know. We're,
1: we're not picking both <laughs> games; we're only picking one of them. No, no, you get to pick.
0: You get to pick both, but I mean, you only get to pick one as your best bet.
1: Oh, I only get one best bet. Oh yeah. no, yeah. Wait, who's ahead right now? Am I ahead of Marco or I, is
0: he ahead of me now? I, we have to go uh, check this out. I think you guys. I think you guys are, are neck and neck. You're tied.
1: Because I think I think Scott is actually leading the pack. Uh. Scott made a run where he must have been cheating. He was like five and one. Yeah, yeah. Then we were picking three colors, three NFL. Well, like three weeks in a row. We'll, we'll like go to like the he, he website been, check it. Yeah, we'll check it out. Cheated. All right. yeah. He cheated. He cheated. slash
0: best bets. There it is. Look, there, there's my man. All right, brother. Uh, go pipe in a movie, okay? Get some popcorn. Get a movie. There you go. As we send you out, Trevor, with one of the songs in that movie that you talked about. Great baseball movie. Kevin Costner, for the love of the game. Remember this song? All
1: the time I've known you, I still don't know what you mean. Oh, I do. The-
0: oh, yeah. you. Take care, brother. You. We're reeling in the years here.